Hey, all you out there in Moments with Eminem J. Land, guess what? It's time for another Moment with Eminem J. Hey, welcome. Hey, Mike here. Mary Jo. Hey, it's great to be with you again. Thanks for tuning in. All right, here we go. All right. It's time. (laughs) It's time, folks. It's time to get after it. That's what we're going to label this one, get after it. We're going to talk about getting after it. Um, the time that we're in right now, you know, this being recorded on the 17th of January, still a lot of stuff going on in the nation where we're just don't know. Right. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. It, it really has been burning on my heart lately to really just get after what God has called us to do as believers. Mm -hmm. Okay. First of all. And as the church, the church of Jesus Christ, Mm -hmm. we really need to get after it. I mean, all the signs that we have right now are pointing to a imminent return of the Lord. I guess, I mean, just in our heart, we're thinking that, you know, it's not going to be that many years. Right. Like, I'm not sure how many, but. Mm -hmm. And it could be days. We just don't know. We just don't know. No. But we do think that we're in the latter, latter days yes. before Jesus returns. Yes, the only one who knows exactly the day and the hour is the Father. He hasn't mm-hmm. even told the Lord yet. Right. Right, he's not going to tell him. That's what the Scripture him. says. Yep. Yep. yep, Until it's time to send him down and round us up, he's not going to know. Mm-hmm. You know, and that's Bible. So we've been getting uh, Dutch Sheets's emails um, lately. He's got a deal that he's been sending out called Give Him 15, Give the Lord 15 Minutes in Prayer, and he's sending out prayer points and different things. And he's been doing that every day, and it's yeah, some of them have been just amazing. Oh, right. The one from yesterday, uh, January 16th, uh, really just struck a chord with me for sure. Mm-hmm. And then I read it to Mary Jo, and she was like, this is really good. So I just want to share the first paragraph of it. You can go to dutchsheets.org. And you can get the archive for all these and read through them. Go there and read through them. Some of them are just, they're amazing for where we're at. And really encouraging us to be focused on God Mm -hmm. and not focused on what's going around. And it was awesome because, you know, we'd been on that vein for a while. And Pastor Vicki in prayer this morning exhorted us, focus on the Lord. Mm -hmm. Focus on Him. Go out and get people saved. Go out and minister the gospel the good news. Share the good news. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So something that Dutch shared in his um, email from the 16th was, the whole thing is just powerful, so go read it. But I want to share just the first paragraph, and then we're going to get into uh, getting after it. Uh, pioneers can't be those who need the security of the familiar. They are trailblazers, not trail followers. Uncommon and unqualified commitment combined with a willingness to take risks, is what Christ requires. And it is an absolutely essential characteristic for those he uses as change agents. And we just thought that was powerful. It was very powerful. Well, you, you know, you think about the establishment of, of the United States of America. Mm-hmm. I mean, these guys were, wow. You well, talk they were about, pioneers, for sure. Oh, yeah. And fearless. Going you, know, to- you know what? Maybe they, they had some fear. But I heard somebody say this once about a definition for courage. 
Courage is not the absence of fear. It's right. acting in spite of fear. Right, going forward. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, and they totally did that. Um, I'm going to get into some scripture on this. Uh, there were some things that uh, I kind of um, I wrote down. Um, and we're going to go to Luke, the 19th chapter, 12 and 13. Mary Jo's going to read that. Okay, so... Uh, the King James. <laughs> and, yeah, Luke chapter 19, 12. He said, therefore, a certain nobleman went into a far country to receive for himself a kingdom and to return. And 13, and he called his ten servants and delivered them ten pounds and said to them, occupy till I come. Yeah, and the date note on that, verse uh, 13, where he says, occupy until I come. The literal meaning of that is engage in business until I come. Okay, do the work that I've assigned you to do until I come. Uh, And so that's kind of part of what we were, when we were talking about, you know, get after it or going forward is knowing and being a trailblazer mm -hmm. is what has God called you to? Mm -hmm. Yep, Mm -hmm. exactly. Uh, John chapter 9, verse 4, while I am with you, and this is in the Passion Translation, while I am with you, it is daytime. And we must do the works of God who sent me while the light shines, for there is coming a dark night when no one will be able to work. That's a sobering thought. It really is. And for me, personally, it's just a kind of that... that Push? push that that gentle with a boot in the hind end <laughs> nudge to get after it and get going um uh, another verse that really it just when you know what god has called you to do to just totally get after it ecclesiastes chapter 9 uh, in the first part of verse 10 whatsoever thy hand findeth to do do it with all thy might And the date note on that also is really good. This is always good advice. Men should do their best at any task, whether for God or man. Do your best at any task. Um, I'm going to, and I wrote down a couple of points. And, you know, we're doing our our fasting and prayer time uh, right now at the beginning of the year. And when we talked about fasting and prayer before, we talked about that your, your, your faith has to have a target. Mm-hmm. when you're fasting and praying. So the first point that I, I uh, jotted down in uh, getting after it is to get into a time of fasting and prayer, to receive your assignment from the Lord, and or to solidify your assignment in your heart. Right, because if, you've already, if you already know what your assignment is, mm-hmm. then it's just, like you said, a matter of just reconfirming it or right. having it get stronger, potentially. Right. Absolutely. Um, and then if you don't know what, you're, you're just not 100% sure what God has called you to do. This is a great time to hear from him, to petition him for, you know what, Lord, what exactly do you want me to be doing? Mm-hmm. Okay. Now, I'm going to say this in regards to what exactly does the Lord want me to be doing? Every single one of us has been given the, the ministry of reconciliation to go out and get people born again. 
Right. So we need to do that. Mm-hmm. We need to be about that business. Mm-hmm. Another thing that we we need to be doing is we need to be serving. We need to be serving people mm-hmm. and go out and serve your local church. Do it. Okay. Um, counseling, getting counsel with your pastor, okay, is a key also. When, when you're really getting to that point where you're super solid on what God has called you to do, go get counsel. Go, hey, you know what? I believe this is what God is calling me to do. I've prayed about it. I've fasted. And I'd like to get your, your input and uh, see what, um, you know, the Lord might be speaking to you. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, yes, go get counsel. Now, I was going to share that um, we've had a past, pastoral counsel before. Mm-hmm. And one of the, a pastor's position is a little bit challenging if you say the Lord has told me that mm-hmm. this is what I'm supposed to do because mm-hmm. what are they supposed to say? Well, are they going to tell you that you're wrong? Right. Right. You know, and so I think there's just ways to, I mean, it's so important for you to know what God has called you to do. Mm-hmm. And if you know that you know, then you know. Mm-hmm. And you can share with your pastor that you know and just ask them if they have any other thoughts or concerns that you can Mm -hmm. work through with that information. Mm -hmm. But if you don't know, then you can approach them as saying, you know, that this is what I believe the Lord is speaking to me. And then what is your input? Right. You know, and will you, will you pray with me? Yeah, Yeah, absolutely. Mm -hmm. No, you go go and with that heart of, Hey, you know what? You're my pastor and I'd like your help. Mm -hmm. I'd like you to help me pray this through. Mm -hmm. Okay. And get counsel. So yes, that's that's perfect. When you have that solid, go and do. Get on it. Mm-hmm. Go and do. Okay. There's there's so much that we can do just in our everyday lives to reach out to the people that we have contact with every day, either at work or school, if you're a student. Uh, however it is that you live your life, there's always people that you're going to have contact with that you can minister to, mm-hmm. uh, whether it's encouragement, uh, making sure that they know the Lord. Time like now, I think it's critical that people know the Lord. Well, there's going to be more, we're believing, you know, that there's going to be more opportunities to share mm-hmm. the goodness of God mm-hmm. and that he is, um, you know, that Jesus Christ is in, the time frame of history where he's going to make, where he's going to return the second time. Mm-hmm. Yes. So I, I, I just really can't, I don't think emphasize the urgency of what I'm feeling in my heart for us, the body of Christ, that we really need to get after it. Mm-hmm. And we need to get on what the Lord has told us to do and get going. If we do nothing else, we have specific orders at the end of the Gospel of Matthew and the Gospel of Mark, go mm-hmm. is the first thing he says. Go ye. Mm-hmm. All right? 
go you unto all the world and preach the gospel to every creature. That doesn't mean you have to get on an airplane and go into the middle of Africa where the gospel has never been taken before. That doesn't mean that's what you have to do. Right. Right. You don't have to go to Burma or the Himalayas or whatever and reach these unreached people. You've got plenty of unreached people around us all the time. Does that mean that you may not get the call to go to Burma or Africa or Tibet? No. No, somebody may get that call. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Get after it. (laughs) If you're getting the call, get after it. Okay? But we all have a mission field right outside our front door. Mm -hmm. All right? And I know uh, there's a friend of ours who had uh, a coworker who'd really been on his heart, and he was able to to minister to him. He shared with us today. And it sounded like it was just glorious, and he was really able to help this person. Uh, and it, you know, so it's people that we know and see on a daily basis. That's good. One thing that Rodney Howard Brown said in his book, The Anointing, I keep plugging that book, but I still will say that it's a game changer. We have to die to the opinions of man. Okay, because you're going to run into people who are going to look at what you feel like you're called to do and they're going to put an eyebrow up and say, really? Or they might know you from your past life or something like that and say, huh, are you? Are you kidding me? You're going to go and do this? Jesus got that. Jesus got that in his hometown. Mm-hmm. And you may get it. Mm-hmm. But we have to die to the opinions of man and focus on what God has told us to do. Mm-hmm. Along with getting good counsel yes. from godly people. Mm-hmm. If you trip, get up. Get up, that's exactly true. Get up. Proverbs 24, 16, though a just just man falls seven times, he will rise again. That's the key, is that you rise again. Yep, is that you get up. When you fall, you get up, you dust yourself off and go. Romans 12, 12. Uh, I'm going to read that one out of the Passion. It was really good uh, in there. Uh, Romans 12, 12, there you are. Let this hope burst forth within you, releasing a continual joy. Don't give up in a time of trouble, but commune with God at all times. Make sure our fellowship with the Master is close, very close. I think uh, in previous podcasts I've talked about um, uh, Jocko Willink. He's a former Navy SEAL, and um, he has a very successful podcast in a consulting uh, firm him and another one of his uh, fellow SEALs. And he he's very motivating. He did, uh, there was a little snippet that came out of one of his podcasts called Good, and I've kind of paraphrased it here a little bit. Um, I just want to read it to you because it's, it's, it's really perspective keeping, I think, for when we trip up. Okay. Because it's going to happen. You know, Jesus said in this world you will have tribulation, but be of good cheer, I have overcome the world. Right. So I'm going to just read this uh, from Jocko's podcast here. One of my direct subordinates, one of my guys that worked for me, he would call me up or pull me aside with some major problem, some issue that was going on, and he'd say, hey, boss, we got this and that and the other going on. And I'd look at him and I'd say, good. And finally, one day he was telling me about some issue he's having, some problem, and then he'd tell me, I already know what you're going to say. And I said, well, what am I going to say? And he said, you're going to say good. So that's what you always say. When something is wrong and going bad, you always look at me and say good. And I said, well, yeah. 
when things are going bad, there's going to be some good that comes from it. Didn't get the new high-speed gear we wanted? Good. Didn't get promoted? Good. More time to get better. Mission got canceled? Good. We can focus on another one. Didn't get funded? Didn't get the job you wanted? Got injured? Sprained your ankle? Got tapped out? Good. Got beat? Good. You learned. Unexpected problems? Good. We have the opportunity to figure out a solution. That's it. When things are going bad, don't get all bummed out. Don't get startled. Don't get frustrated. If you can say the word good, guess what? That means you're still alive. That means you're still breathing. And if you're still breathing, it means you've still got some fight left in you. So get up, dust off, reload, recalibrate, re-engage, and go out on the attack. Get after it. Good. That perspective, I think, is, is... you know, it's, it's, it's critical. Well, it helps you refocus for sure. Right. Focus on the, you know, years ago, Charles Stanley did a um, series called Living Above Your Circumstances. And there were some points that he, um, uh, uh, he had for how to do this. And uh, his first point was, Focus on Christ and not your circumstance. That's good. Focus on the goodness of God and not the will of man. Okay. Focus on the positive potential rather than your personal pain. Okay. Okay. So you can take that, intertwine it with what Jocko was saying. Mm -hmm. Say, good. There's some good that will come out of this. That's pretty rich. Gives you something to definitely meditate on, mm-hmm. and when you combine it with scripture, it's it's uh, good, life changing. It's good. It's good. <laughs> <laughs> so, guys and gals, let's get after it. Let's go out and let's be the light and life that Jesus has called us to be. Let's go out. Let's get after it, and let's share the good news with a lost and dying world and let's see people's lives change for the better. Yeah. Let's touch lives for the Lord. Amen. Amen. Praise God. That's good. (laughs) So that word is going to be flying around for quite a while. Good. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, that's what we got for you. Go out and get after it. Leave us a comment. Let us know what you thought. Uh, Get in touch with us. You got questions or anything like that. We'd love to help you. We'd love to chit chat and, See if we can find some good. And I'm sure we'll be able to. Have a great night. God bless you.